In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Hey guys, are you a married man? Or are you a father to daughters? Or maybe you're a grandpa to granddaughters. What can you say to call out the femininity of the women that are in your life? Today we will show you how to play a role in calling out that femininity in your wife, in your daughters, and your granddaughters. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. I'm Jim Ramos, host and guide of today's number one podcast for Christian men, helping you become the best version of you inside the stress bubble of life and beyond. Man, if you get this right, everyone around you will win. But before we dive into the meat of the podcast, talking to you about how to call the femininity out of your daughters, granddaughters, and your bride, I want to jump into our hero story. And remember, our hero stories are stories of life transformation that you send us. We are aggressively looking for 365 hero stories, one per day for every day of this year. And man, we are on track right now. This is hero number 66 from Vito. I love that name. Vito on Instagram. And he says, Men in the Arena has positively impacted my life by helping me feel more bold in my faith, my values and my beliefs, and to hold the line and to be an example instead of always seeking to merely witness the example and to live it vicariously through others while not taking action myself. Now I take the action. Man, that is a powerful statement. Vito, thank you for being the hero in your story. God has put you on display, man, and he wants you to turn around and put him on display. So go get him, buddy. I, I appreciate what you're doing, man. So today I want to jump in, guys, to the to the meat of this podcast. It's something I've discovered in the last probably five years, six years, and I want to pass it on to you. And I, some of this stuff I've taken out of my friend Gordon Dalby's book, Healing the Masculine Soul. And in that book, he talks about the responsibility that we have for those women in our lives. And, and you know, guys, listen, your daughter, your daughters should have no daddy issues because you've been in your their life. That is your job. Your job, your role, the mantle that God has called you to carry is to make sure that you are raising up women. Uh, your wife is a warrior queen. Your daughters are warrior 
princesses, your granddaughters are warrior duchesses, that you are raising up these these women of strength and power and dignity, uh, women who see their value and recognize how they have a unique gift to this world. And so that is your job. Essentially, your job is to affirm and protect their femininity. So I got to tell you, I have, uh, I raised three sons. I've got a beautiful wife that in my phone, her name in my phone is the queen. I've got a beautiful seven-year-old granddaughter. I've got two beautiful daughters in love. They aren't daughters in law because they're under covenant. They're daughters in love. And I'm learning a lot about these three new additions to my family in the last five years, and I want to pass them on to you. But here's what I want to share with you, and this is really interesting in Gordon Dalby's book, that the role, the mantle that God has given to pass, to, to call the femininity, to affirm the femininity in the women in our lives, that role is something that only a man can do. I want you to hear me here. The role of calling the femininity out of the women in your life is something only a man can do. So if you are not the one who is doing it, they are going to get it somewhere else. If your 16-year-old daughter is not having her femininity affirmed by you, she will have it affirmed by some 16-year-old kid who wakes up with an erection every morning. Is that what you want on your conscience? I didn't think so. Neither did I, and I apologize for the horrible word picture. But this is a job that only you can do, guys. So I want you to know that, and that is a scary truth. If you don't, then who will? So here's the problem, guys, and I, I mentioned this earlier. And Dalby, in his book, said this is a problem, that men don't know how to do this. We don't naturally, as men, know how to call the femininity out of women. Now, we may have learned some of that being a husband, but what Dalby writes in his book is that we really need our wives to affirm uh, and to help us to affirm our daughter's femininity and our granddaughter's femininity. So we need our wives to help us. We need our wives to guide us, to direct us, but it, ultimately they will not receive that affirmation of their femininity from their your wife, their mother. They will receive it from you. And that is the problem. You have to learn how to do this. I, I recommend uh, listening to our uh, two podcasts with a, uh, with a Michelle Watson Canfield on being a dad whisperer. You know, uh, that would be a great resource for you. But you, and again, it's a woman helping men call out the femininity and other women, right? So that's what we're talking about. So here are five things five things that you need to affirm in your daughter, in your wife, and in your granddaughters. Five things. Here we go. Ready? First thing is you need to affirm her uniqueness as a woman that God made and broke the mold when he made her. That is your job. She is unique. She is special. There was no one like her. That's why whenever my granddaughter walks in the room, I just say the princess has arrived. And, and what she's hearing is there is no one like her in the world. In fact, when she really wants some, she'll say, Papa, remember you said that you would do this for the princess. <laughs> so, I mean, she she is really uh, milking that one for all it's worth, right? But to really affirm that uh, my daughters in love are, are God's unique creation that are so desperately needed by this world. Number two. And this maybe could be number one, but you need to affirm her beauty. You need to affirm how beautiful she is. And man, over and listen, guys, you don't. When I say affirm, realize that's probably 
a wrong way of putting it. Let me let me give you a correct way. You need to keep affirming her beauty. Every time I had a dad recently tell me, "Yeah, you told me to tell my daughter she's beautiful and all this," and I never even thought of that before. And she's seven, and I started doing that. And no, she's nine. And he said I started doing that, and it's just changed everything. Her whole life lit up. And I'm like, yes. Our women need to know they're beautiful, that, that God did not mess up. Because when a woman, this is, guys, you don't know this, but when a man looks in the mirror, he goes, oh, I got a pimple there. I, I forgot to shave here. You know, we don't look in the mirror and, you know, it's pretty utilitarian. But when a woman looks in the mirror, all she does is see the flaws and the ugliness in her face or in her body. And it's our job as men to speak truth over that lie and to do it every day of their lives. I mean, I'm telling you, it's work. Number two, affirm her strength. And I have said this and I will say this. You know, I have people, women ask me this all the time. Well, you're a men's minister. Are you some, you've got deer hanging over here. You've got trophies over here. You've got helmets over here. Are you a, this macho man guy? This, you know, no. I, listen, well, well, you think about, think about me what you want, but I'll tell you what I do affirm. I affirm strong women. The problem with our society is men, weak men. But weak men, alongside of weak men, are weak women. It's cyclical, right? This weak woman who spreads her legs to find love in all the wrong places, that is weakness. That is not strength. We need strong women who believe in their beauty, who who have a moral compass, who adhere to biblical principles. We, you know, the, they think the West was won by you know Sam. Colt, what does it say? Sam Colt. You know, God made all men. Uh, Sam just made you know God made all men. Sam Colt just made them equal. You know, type of thing. You know, uh, and what they're saying there is you know this gun came and the West was won with a six shooter, right? No, the West was won in the Victoria era. There was a revival and Christian women headed west. And these Christian women told these men, I am not going to have sex with you until you're married and we will live for Jesus. I mean, these Christian women, Christian women literally tamed these men, these barbarian men who we know we need women in our lives. And these women and their strength won the West. So speak strength in your wife. We don't. We need strength in our daughters and strength in our granddaughters. We need strength in them to stand up to college professors who will teach them uh, a, a, an agenda that is not education. We need them to stand up when these young and horny high school kids want to get them in the backseat of their car. We need them to stand up uh, when the world says that they're not that they can't do that job because they're a female. We need them to stand up and become the women that they need to be. And when they do that, they will make us better. But it's on you to affirm that in them. Fourth thing is it's your job to affirm their value and their worth. It is your job to tell them you are worthy. You you are worthy. You are you are you are uh, valued. God, you are a queen. You are a princess. You are for my wife. She's on my home screen and my lock screen on my phone. And that tells her you are so valuable to me. And we just need them to know. This is the one of my problems I have with these dudes that live together with their wives, their girlfriends before they get married. What they're essentially telling them is they are not valuable and they're going to test drive the car before they buy it. And that is a lack of covenant. That is contractual and not covenantal. And that is not biblical and it needs to be dealt with. And so women want to know their value and worth, which leads me to the fifth thing is this. The question that women ask constantly is this, am I enough? You know, guys, we ask this question. We ask, do I have what it takes? Women ask, 
Am I enough? And it is your job as a man to affirm that, yes, your wife is enough. Yes, your daughter is enough. Yes, your granddaughter is more than, is enough. In fact, they are not only enough, they are more than enough. And we need to do these things constantly. And here's one more thing I'm going to tell you guys. As you call the femininity out in your daughters and your granddaughters, one of the things, especially with daughters, is when daughters, and this is what I've heard from other men, I did not raise daughters, is that when their daughters reach puberty, these dads start feeling awkward. We live in this culture that said, you know, where one out of three uh, young ladies is sexually abused, you know, three to one out of three or four. And so we, so when these women come into puberty, these younger daughters of ours, we tend to pull back and say, you know, I don't want to be inappropriate. And I want to tell you something. That is a mistake. You need to give her love and affection and affirm her uh, coming into womanhood. Because listen, bro, if you don't, remember that 16-year-old kid in the erection? That kid will. He will. It is your job. So guys, I beg you, don't pull away from your daughters as they come into puberty. Continue to affirm these five things, her uniqueness in creation, her beauty, her strength, her value, and that she is more than enough. Don't listen to culture. Don't follow their lies. You step up and be the godly man that you're, you're, the women in your life needs. Do not pull away. Reattach, engage, and be the man that God has called you to be. Guys, God has entrusted you with the hearts of a warrior queen, your wife, warrior princess, your daughter, and royal duchesses, your granddaughters. Do not shrink back. You know, Hebrews 10, 39 says, we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but through faith are saved. And that is your job, guys, is to not shrink back, to engage and see the salvation of those you love, not only in this eternity, but in this life as well. Hey, guys, if you like this episode, do me a favor, guys. If you like this episode, go ahead and copy this link and text it to one of your bros. Let's keep growing this army of men. That's one small part that you can do uh, for the kingdom if this podcast has helped you. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out and be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.